Each and every week, I talk to very interesting people. And the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Listens. You're listening to the Financial Safari News Network. I'm Steve Siddall. It happens every year about this time. We begin the arduous task of preparing our income taxes. Joining me today is Dan Pilla, considered by many to be one of the country's premier experts in IRS procedures and general tax and financial problems, as well as resolution techniques. Dan has authored 14 books on dealing with the IRS, including How to Get Tax Amnesty, now in its ninth edition. Dan, welcome. I was just reading that so far this year, the number of tax refunds is down. And that does seem to contradict what we were told going in. Well, what we were told going in is that it was is that the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was, in fact, a tax cut. And uh, the, uh, the, the folks on the other side of the aisle are, are complaining that it's, ta- it's nothing but tax cuts for the rich and that the, the typical American sees a tax increase. And, you know, that's just not true. The fact that refunds are down does not mean that you didn't get a tax cut. It means that the IRS took less of your money on the front end. And this is what people don't realize is that in, on January 1st, 2018, a year ago, more than a year ago now, the IRS changed all the withholding tables to reflect the tax cuts. So people had less money coming out of their paychecks in the first place because of the adjusted tables. So, you know, you don't get a refund because the government got religion and decided to give you free money. You get your refund because you paid too much to begin with. Well, people overpaid less this year because of the withholding table adjustments. And that is really the key to understanding how this works. I mean, so a lot of folks, most of us, uh, me personally, I know I got a tax cut. Right. Yeah, no question about it. Eighty percent of the people out there are going to see a tax cut. Uh, There just isn't any question about it. All of the analyses, including my own, uh, that were done, you know, after the bill was passed, I published mine in about March of last year, so about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of the analyses show that, uh, that, uh, as I said, about 80 percent of all taxpayers out there, I'm talking about the bottom 80 percent of income earners, are going to see a tax cut the top 20% are going to see status quo or a tax increase, which I'm not in favor of, by the way. I don't think there should be any tax increases on anybody. Right. I think the tax cuts should have been across the board. But the fact is, that's how the numbers shake down. And again, just and you, like you just said, the, the fact that refunds are, well, the people are still getting refunds, but they're not as much as they expected. I mean, you know what I think? I can't remember the figure for last year, but it seemed astronomical to me that that many people got that much money back that they didn't need to pay in in the first place. Oh, oh, and this and this happens year after year. The average tax refund year after year is about three thousand dollars. Now this year it's down about ten percent, so it's like twenty seven hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty seven fifty, about about the nine to ten percent reduction. Uh, which, as I said, people got in their paychecks to begin with. But the, the, if, if we just, you know, just look, do the math simply here, $3,000 of, 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 of average tax refund, about 75 to 80% of the people in America get a tax refund. And that's because they don't understand how to adjust their withholding in the first place. So they don't overpay their taxes. This is a mistake that people make year in and year out, is letting the government hold their money for over 12 months, not pay them a nickel's worth of interest on that money. And then every month that goes by, you're, you continue to overpay. Well, I mean, it's, it's on us then to, to make the, uh, the W-4 form 
correct. I mean, for me, I have spent uh, many years trying to do nothing more than break even at tax time. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And people say, well, Dan, if I don't get a tax refund, I sure as heck don't want to owe the IRS a bunch of money either. Well, that's true. But those aren't the only two options. The third option is to spend a little time with your W-4 form, spend a little time reading the instructions, fill out the form properly so that you're at, at it, so that you're as close to possible, as close as possible to break even. They don't owe you any money. You don't owe them any money. That means you had the use and enjoyment of that extra $3,000 every single month in your paycheck. Right. Well, again, it, you know, Dan, you make it sound so simple. And in reality, it is that simple. But it, is, but it is simple. It's just not complicated at all to work your way through the W-4 form. And in, and in fact, in my writings, How to Win Your Tax Audit and other books that I've written, I talk about how to do this so that you don't end up overpaying your taxes. All right, let's talk about that. You, 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 you explain how to do that in, one, in your book called what? The book is called How to Win Your Tax Audit. And I talk about audit. a great number of things. Yeah, and, and the fact that the book might be called How to Avoid Your Tax Audit because I talk very extensively about how to audit-proof and penalty-proof tax returns to begin with so you don't get sideways with the IRS. You said you've been working with, working with or, well, you've been dealing with the IRS for people as a consultant and, and you know, as someone who's knowledgeable for better than 40 years, you said. Yeah, that's exactly right. What I do is uh, my firm does not prepare tax returns. We do some tax return preparation, but that's not what we focus on. What we focus on is tax litigation, IRS problem solving. So people come to me when they've got problems with the IRS, such as, for example, an audit or an appeal. About 70% of the work that we do is collection defense. So folks that have wage levies, bank levies, property seizures, tax liens, folks that are fighting with the IRS over, over the payment of taxes, these are the people that I help and represent and counsel through the process of resolving their situation and getting the IRS off their back once and for all. So is that just is that for just everybody or do you deal with businesses as well and, and you know maybe a closely held business, that kind of thing? Uh, any any uh, any small business and individual problems, we handle all of them. So from a from a small business standpoint, I mean th- I think the average small business owner, entrepreneur, they're, they're concentrating so much on their business, so much on building their business, that they don't realize they're overpaying their taxes. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and, and in fact, uh, they, they, you know, they don't realize a great number of things when they're dealing with the IRS. You know, people are so focused on, uh, just like you said, on, on building their business and, and you know, providing the products and services to their customers that, uh, that make customers' lives easier and, and, and make profit for business owners. You know, they're focused on that. Listen, most business owners don't want to be accountants. They don't want to be tax preparers. They want to be engineers or they want to be plumbers or they want to be doctors exactly. or Whatever it is they want to be, that's what they want to focus on. And yet this federal government has made everybody an accountant and everybody a tax collector. And, and people get, I'll tell you what, they get snowed under by this process. And here's, here's one of the key problems in this, in this function. The tax code has been changed more than 5,900 times just since 2001 alone. Oh that doesn't gosh. even include the changes that were brought on by the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017. 5,900 code section changes. It is impossible to keep up with this. And that's why people throw up their hands. And frankly, that's why people get into so much trouble with the IRS, because there is a myriad 
of hoops they have to jump through. I mean, this is rule after rule after rule that businesses have to comply with, and it's impossible to keep up with this stuff. Sure. Well, I, I think people are, I mean, <laughs> this makes me grateful there are people like you who live and breathe the tax code so that people, somebody at least knows what to do and understands it and can make it work for us as opposed to against us. Well, and this is why I spend so much time writing, because it's, it's just, uh, you know, otherwise it's impossible to get this message out to folks. So people need to use the resources that are available to, to uh, equip themselves to, to, you know, have some understanding of this stuff. And, and it's not good enough to just push it off onto an accountant, you know, and, and people tend to do that. They say, well, you know, my God, my accountant handled this stuff. Okay, that's fine. But you sign the tax return, you're obligated for what's in the return. And if there's a mistake in the tax return, guess what? You still owe the tax. Right. Wow. So, uh, Dan, where do we find your books? Yeah, the books are available at my website, which is taxhelponline.com. It's all one word, no spaces of any kind. Taxhelponline.com. And if you order any book directly off my website, you get a free 15-minute consultation directly with me. Oh, that's fantastic, Dan. That's, that's really good. So what's the, uh, what's the big thing that, that's sticking out to you this year? Well, the big thing that sticks out for me is the uh, is the uh, uh, number of people that have tax debts that they owe and can't pay, and this is you know this goes on every year, but it but it just seems to pick up steam. It seems to get worse and worse every year. That folks that are getting ready to file their tax returns come April fifteenth and they don't have the money. These people need help with that situation. They need to know what their alternatives are so they don't get behind the eight ball with the IRS because they've filed returns without paying the tax or worse. Uh, didn't file the return at all because they were afraid they didn't have the money. Right. Well, exactly. And so, and and again, that website is taxhelponline.com? That's correct. Taxhelponline.com. Well, this time of year, I think it's something we can all use a little insight, a little help. Um, and and again, you, uh, you and your team must do a, a whole lot of uh, good for people out there that, that are faced with the IRS. I mean, it's very scary to have to stand up to them. Yeah, it is scary. It terrifies people, and, and, and particularly when you've got a problem with the IRS where, where you're already in the soup because of a delinquency, for example. Fear immobilizes people. It's like getting stuck in a minefield. You know, when you're in the middle of a minefield and you don't, have a, you, you, know, you don't know where the mines are, you don't take any step at all. You don't go forward or backward. You don't want to go in any direction. And this is what is so difficult about getting out of the soup with the IRS because once you're stuck in that minefield, you don't want to do anything. And the problem then becomes that it just exacerbates the problem because you're not taking affirmative steps to fix it. Absolutely. Tax Help Online is, uh, is the website, taxhelponline.com. And then uh, can I give your phone number? Yeah, the phone number is 1-800-346-6829. That's 1-800-34-NO-TAX. 834-NO-TAX. I like the sound of that. <laughs> so, Dan, is there anything else you want to touch on that we haven't, uh, we haven't touched and talked about yet? Well, yeah. So, well, I would say that there's no, no such thing as a hopeless tax case. You know, I don't okay. care what kind of problem you have with the IRS. I don't care how long you've had the problem. I don't care what you've tried to do to fix the problem that didn't work. I don't care who told you they can't, you can't fix the problem. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. We've been helping people for over 40 years. I've seen every kind of tax problem you can imagine. I've seen a few that you can't even imagine. And we, we help people resolve those situations. I don't care what your case is. We can get some kind of resolution. Dan Pilla has written 14 books on solving tax problems. To learn more, visit TaxHelpOnline.com. TaxHelpOnline.com. 
I'm Steve Siddall for the Financial Safari News Network.